once again, lovely peoples of the world. Today I'm here to introduce episode number 11, a very special one, because this time we had a chat with a person who had a direct impact on the making of Ear Zero, and her name is Julia Assis. Julia is a fantastic photographer who comes from Rio de Janeiro, or in English, as you would say it, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and has experience in a wide variety of projects, ranging from fashion, architecture, food, and, of course, music as well. In 2016, she published a book called Rio Eu Tatu, which translates to I Tattoo Rio. And this book approaches personal stories through the lenses of body art, specifically tattoos inspired by the city of Rio de Janeiro. We met each other in Berlin in 2020 while she was in town looking for people for a follow-up to that project. And after we got to spend an afternoon together, uh, got to know more about her experience and we checked her portfolio, Philip and I asked if she would help us with her work as a photographer. And thanks to her, we now have some kick-ass imagery to support our promotion. She has spent the last year having quite the international ride, so she was jumping back and forth from New York, Rome, Berlin, Mexico City, and she was back in Rio while we recorded this episode in early May. We got to talk about how she's been dealing with the pandemic, of course, <laughs> her approach to photography and some inspiration and influences. So let's jump into it. What do you want to add to what I told Yeah, it was a great introduction. Couldn't have done better myself, especially because introducing yourself is super hard. Um, so I'm glad you did that part. Um, but yeah, basically I do all kinds of photography as people do nowadays. You kind of dig in through a little bit of everything. But um, usually like people are my favorite subjects and um, I do a lot of like um, also like personal photo shoots so like people who aren't models and music if I could like choose exactly two areas that are my favorite it's those two that I've always liked exploring I love the stories and I like being inspired by the people that I'm shooting so music inspires me a lot overall so that's why it's something that I focus on as much as I can That's Very also nice. the reason why we came back to you then in the end, because we needed photos for our EP and to to close the circle, right? Like uh, Kayo already knew you and then um, he suggested to go on there and we are quite happy that we did that. It was uh, the outcome was very, very satisfying yeah, to us. And that's too. also the reason why we thought it's maybe cool to give the podcast a bit of a different kind of guest because usually we have musicians here as guests which sounds like we would have had already a lot of guests we just had yeah. one yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but we're planning uh, on so many <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad to be the second one <laughs> but it's good that um what you said philip that was something that missed in my introduction exactly going full full circle uh because i remember when we when we're doing this uh just hanging in Berlin after we did the, the photo shoot for your project that I was talking about the band and you said, yeah, I mean, I would love to help you guys. I said, mm, okay, let's think about it. And then it just worked out. And of course, we're super happy with all the photography, which is pretty much all the content we have <laughs> to share for promotion. So like if you look on our social media, it's all the pictures that uh, Julia took from us. I'm glad. And, In um, a very selfish kind of way. I'm very glad that you only have my photos. <laughs> <laughs> they're awesome they, they we're super happy great. about them 
Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I think now that we touched on how we met, how how we ended up sort of working together, and um, it's good to have the perspective of someone who's you know into music, but not necessarily only into music. Um, maybe you could talk a bit more about your approach to photography, right? That's something that I find fascinating is the that you constantly publish like this this. Um, Either be it the, the, the photo shoots you've been doing with FaceTime, which is something that would would love to touch a bit on, but also the the subject on like the, the way I understand what you publish with the pictures you're making with this less sort of intimate approach is really making people feel comfortable with their own bodies, like uh, which is uh, something which I find I don't know very inspiring, but also very authentic, right? It's not that often that I at least come across this this sort of photography. Um, yeah, that's, um, that's what I meant when I said like personal photo shoots. I don't even know if that's exactly the right term in English, but that just means that I like, um, I, I like making people use photography to feel good about themselves. And it seems like very easy to say that because we do have social media for that. And we're just posting things to have people say how gorgeous we are. I feel that nowadays we take so many photos that they kind of mean less and we like we take photos of anything that's happening and like we take 400 selfies and then we get the one selfie that's there and like we get validation from that selfie once people like it and it's a very very different process doing a photo shoot which is kind of like you take a time like there is the process of like choosing the photographer or talking to the photographer and um, explaining why you chose to do that. So like, it is a, a longer process. And then the actual photo shoot, receiving the photos, no, no, no. And I feel that I can listen to a lot of people's stories about that, like during that process. And it, it's different because like, if you just want a photo of yourself, you're not going to go through all of that process. But It is different. It, it's, that will stand out from all the random photos that you have because that I usually kind of compare it to a tattoo, which also makes sense. That That is also my pro other project um, because I feel that you're like marking a specific time and period in your life and you're also trying to make a statement more to yourself that ends up being public if you post it. But... A lot of people also don't post it. They literally do it and keep it. And it's the process. Yeah, like I actually don't post half of the photo shoots that I do or even more um, because sometimes they just like share with people they know. They don't want it on social media. But the process of the actual hour of the photo shoot, which one of the things that I love the most is like people saying that they felt amazing and beautiful and seen and comfortable with their bodies like even though they haven't seen the photos yet so that's usually what I like the most when I I've had like girls go out in the street and be after and be like I just went like to buy something in the street and I felt that everybody was looking at me because I'm so gorgeous and it was like a girl that before was like kind of uncomfortable or like and then you hear a bunch of stories sometimes people are doing that because they're celebrating something or a birthday or Sometimes they're like moving from an apartment and they want that as like their attachment to the place, that memory, or they actually feel uncomfortable with their buddies and they want to have a boost of self-esteem. So it is 
a bunch of different stories and you get to know a bunch of cool people through that. So yeah, that's really that amazing. Cool it's it's very that. inspiring to see to see that. And and how how did it start for you? Was it was it this this is sort of topic that always you were always curious about since you started doing photography? Or was this something that eventually you had like a click and said, ah, oh, let me, let me try this out? I feel that um, very luckily, I I was an assistant to amazing photographers when I was starting, and I had a photographer who's American. Her name is Autumn Sonicson, and she takes a lot of photos of people who are not models and even for like campaigns you usually get like people who aren't models to do it and like she just creates awesome things anywhere she goes and she used to take a lot of pictures of me and i remember feeling very uncomfortable with a lot of things in my body and then she would just take a picture and like sometimes i actually thought i didn't look good And then I started thinking, like, I've seen her shoot millions of people, and I always think everything she does is beautiful. Like, is it possible that just my picture is not that good, or is it a perception <laughs> that I'm having wrong? So, like, working with her helped me, like, kind of take some, um, what would be the word for it? I don't know, like, preconceived ideas of how your body is supposed to feel like, or if you're uncomfortable publishing nudity or not. And it just started feeling more and more freeing and, and then kind of spiral from that. And like the more I work with photography, the more I try to reach out to people in that way, which I think worked. And it's like one of my favorite things to do now. Amazing. Yeah. That, that's quite, that's quite an interesting backstory as well to this. Right. On, I like the reflection you had there of, uh, is it possible that it's only my pictures that are bad? Right. It's quite an exactly. insight. Because everything she was doing was amazing. And I was mm. like, it's impossible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, how long are you doing photography? Was it always the plan in your life to, to end up as a photographer or was it just come out of a special situation or moments? Um, I actually went to film school. Um, and I did not love it because I did not relate to the people at film school. I felt that everybody was like too brainy for me. And I was like, how can we make the next American pie? Why is nobody trying to do that? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> who watches, you know, like who watches all those cult movies? I don't like, and, um, so after that, I, I still was obsessed with images overall. I've always done I've always filmed everything when I was a kid, so that's why I went to film. But I always liked images overall, like painting and things. And in that way, I also really love music because that was like the two things that I did throughout my life. And in school, I was I decided to start studying photography right after, and I actually had a band also when I was like from wow. high school to the Didn't beginning of. Yeah, from the beginning of college, um, which was called Julia and the Comets. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool name. Um, yeah, and I just remember I really loved it and I really wanted to invest in it. But then it's like it, you can't just invest all your time in things that like require a lot of investment and money and things. So I, had, I was like, okay, I kind of have to choose one and stick to it. So there I chose photography and the music was just like a parallel hobby which I still love and then photo that's why kind of photographing musicians comes to me and I, 
a perfect combo of two things that I did that I had to like go focus on one. Um, but as much as I can't like combine those two things, it's perfect. I always try to. That's something I forgot in the intro, right? Because you also do, uh, you're also DJ. I remember you did some, some parties exactly. in Berlin even, right? And that's the thing that I started during the pandemic. So nice. also another thing that I've always wanted to do. And when we're artistic people, we kind of just want to do art in all mm. shapes and forms, I feel. Very true. Um, so yeah, I kind of started that on online Zoom parties. <laughs> and very luckily in Berlin, they got to play like three places, which was awesome. Super awesome. Which is also um, a, a great point that you uh, mentioned now, the, the pandemic, because we were already talking with you about that you are doing photo shoots over FaceTime. And there was something we found super interesting and we were we never thought it's possible. And we were asking ourselves if this if this was an idea that arose from um, from the pandemic situation or if that was something you did earlier because uh, you're also very international we talked that you that you're from Brazil and you're back in Brazil now and now you're in Berlin you also have been already in in um, New York New York yeah and New York and Mexico yeah actually no that was a hundred percent pandemic like I would never have considered that before and which now I kind of, I'm very glad that this is considered because I think that now this can officially be a thing depending on the situation. Um, but it was kind of like during the pandemic, I saw like one or two photographers online posting this for fun. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could do that. And I like called a friend that was also in New York, but like we weren't seeing each other because of lockdown. And I was like, can you like get some clothes? Let's do like, let's try to do a photo shoot on FaceTime and see how that happens. And then like, I kind of started, I did like two people for fun, like two different friends for fun and posted it. And then after that, people started reaching out, which I feel that everybody was locked up, like going crazy and like either like not moving at all or like just not having a reason to dress up, you know, like, or just, eating a lot and feeling bad because they're eating just because they're bored or, you know, like the lack of human contact movement, everything. And I felt that a lot of people were like, you know what? I always wanted to do this and now I have time. Like my excuse before sometimes was like, I don't have time. And like, I have time and I'm here. Why can't I do this? Like I can literally do this without leaving my house. So I started reaching out to a lot of people, not, not reaching out, like a lot of people started reaching out to me. And people that I had, either that I have shot before, but now they were in another country and they were like, cool, we can do this again. Or people that follow my work and were already curious were like, oh, but I'm never in Rio. Maybe when I'm in Rio. And suddenly they're like, oh, I don't need to be in Rio. So even now, um, I can't even obviously say post-pandemic, but now obviously things are more opened everywhere. And I still have people reaching out to me for that um I have a friend who's in Toronto she was like I've always wanted to do a photo shoot so like can't we do it now so I'm gonna do it this month and for example I have a friend who's pregnant and she's here in Rio and I'm doing a picture of her month to month over FaceTime even though we're in the same city so that would be also something that you would think like I can't like retain this photographer to come to my house once a month 
for you know for the whole nine months, and then suddenly you're like, oh wait, we can work something. <laughs> so it was like a great like reinvention of my work. I feel. Yeah. So so awesome. Also, what you said that it actually opens up everything, although. On the other hand, everything is much more closed and limited in a way, like in the moment. And that's also something we discovered because we played some live stream concerts also. And suddenly you can play a concert and you can invite everyone from the whole planet together and at what one spot. That that's um, something very nice and something very um, yeah connecting. And it's pretty cool that you discovered something similar. Yeah, that's amazing. And I actually like the the same experience. My girlfriend's also a musician, and I'm gonna guess she's gonna hear this. So hey, my love. <laughs> um, she, she makes I nice nice uh, music as well. I, I I really enjoy the video clip you share with me that you did the little dance. It was a very good one. Yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, I remember her telling me exactly this that she did like a Zoom concert that she was paid way more than she was paid for live concerts and. And it was kind of a donation situation. And so, but like so many people that like family and people who like couldn't usually show up to her concerts suddenly were there and they were like, cool, I would have paid to get in. So like, here's a donation. And she was like, that was amazing. I never left my room. And I got to, I got to uh, I reach out so many people that I wouldn't before. So I feel we've all kind of had to reinvent ourselves. I mean, Artists especially, because some jobs like kind of, quote unquote, didn't change, but like art overall had to be reinvented. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think there's also the discourse of, I remember in the beginning the, with the lockdown saying, for example, that uh, essential workers would, I mean, of course, people who work in hospitals and, you know, groceries, any, the obviously essential, I think it's a fair thing, but it also shows the more time we spend inside and also bored, right? If you're like stuck at home, it shows how much art is actually also essential. And a lot of people do not consider it essential. So uh, I have hopes that maybe after this, whenever it's over, uh, there will be a new, like a new light will shine on arts. But yeah, let, let's see what happens, right? Very curious. Yeah, let's hope so. I yeah. also agree with you and I'm praying for that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I also like the idea of um, using the limitation to to develop something new. That's also what we discovered with the podcast. Um, I was just thinking because actually we would not be here without the pandemic, which is not meaning that the pandemic is good. But yeah, um, yeah I get it. I thank get you, it. thank I, you, Corona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I see I see many many people like of course also complaining and being sad and we also got asked um we played in the radio uh, one and a half weeks ago and we were asked um how it is with playing if we miss gigs and stuff and of course i think think we miss it but um i think it's it's smart at some point also to see the new possibilities and to focus on other things um rather than be frustrated the whole time which is also understandable and um which is okay to be sad and frustrated from time to time but um yeah like th those things they really make me happy to hear also f from you I like see perilous there that you uh found new ways and uh, we as a band as well i think so yeah pretty cool it is a terrible time but if we don't reinvent ourselves we'll go mad and especially if we have our crafts or things that are limited from not being able to like leave the house so yeah i feel i mean obviously 
it would be better if we weren't living <laughs> the situation, but it's great that we some things that are good are coming out of it because at least like we're getting stronger from it. So yeah, yeah, the world is uh -huh. definitely being reinvented. And as Kayo said, afterwards, when everything gets normal again, hopefully soon, then those new methods are going to be included on top on everything that we already had before and that uh, that's yeah great. i hope so i have such a best scenario <laughs> <laughs> and one another question now moving on to explore a bit more of your music experience and your music passion as well um how is it your experience working with artists and bands uh because i know from i mean from your projects that you've worked with different genres right different it's not only like pop musicians it's all kind of of music how how does it work for you is it something that for example you listen to their work beforehand and you only work with bands that you're a fan of or uh you're open to anything how how does it usually how is the process usually for you um i would say It's not that I don't work, like, if I don't relate to this, the music, because there are very different music styles. It's, I think then it's more with the actual people. And it's the same thing for photo shoots, like, um, for regular people. If somebody reaches out and, like, their overall vibe is just, like, not cool, then, then maybe, like, I won't insist too much on doing that photo shoot. But I do, like, um, seeing the potential that these photos would have, you know? So I would, I don't know, like I, people choose me rather than I choose people in that scenario. But um, I don't know, I feel that I, I like seeing, yeah, the potential and like how, like, for example, you guys are using all your materials, my photos, and the artwork is looking beautiful. And so, yeah, I, I kind of feel that I like seeing the potential of where the photos are going. So for example, if a person have like a band has like an overall very like cheesy identity, like visual identity, then I don't know if I want my photos associated with that. If I feel that they have potential to look beautiful, like keep looking beautiful, then yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. And with you guys, it was great because we had a meeting and like you had like a whole design plan and I, understood that you guys were serious about it and I just felt that my photos would be part of something beautiful so that's basically what I want I want like the final product of it to be to be great you know I want you to be able to be excited about the photos that I did after and not look mm. at them and think oh what they do in my things like mm -hmm. or my photos yeah that's and super I fair. also like yeah And I really, really love shooting, like, shows and, like, live music. Usually when I'm in, like, an awesome concert, like, the lighting is beautiful and things are beautiful. I'm like, where the fuck is my camera? Like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times that I'm just, like, randomly taking photos of something that I'm not even supposed to just because it looks beautiful. So I just, yeah, I just kind of, like, and then I would, like, give away the photos, like, just because, you know. Um, so yeah, I just like being associated with things that are beautiful and have potential. 
thank you for that. that that's uh, that's a very some very kind words for us. I mean, just a disclaimer: we paid uh, Julia Julia to be saying this in the podcast. <laughs> of course, we said you need to say our artwork is awesome. You know, <laughs> then, then we're gonna yeah, ask I this question. Like, uh, yeah, I got a couple of German beers here that were just <laughs> delivered. <laughs> more more to come after this now. So yes. you you were uh, talking a bit about. Um, yeah, that things that you see something and, and people or see the, the visuals, the artwork, which maybe leads us a bit good to the last question, which would be inspirations. Um, like um, what inspires you as, as a photographer? Because we also as musicians, we we have very different inspirations. We uh, we also have um, people or we have movies or um, not just music and um, yeah we were wondering how it is for you as a photo photographer where where's your inspiration coming from well I definitely get inspired from well other photographers but I just like for example my Instagram feed for photography is just, I literally just follow photographers and visual artists so I like just being inspired about um, new material and seeing other people's ideas and seeing how they would apply to my thing. So sometimes I see a beautiful photo and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I wonder if I could create something of my own based on what I'm seeing. So I do like that a lot. And I, I love, for example, if I'm like working with whoever I'm shooting and we're like coming up with a concept together that usually gets me going a lot. If you're like, okay, my references are de or this, my idea is this. And I'm like, cool, where can we th take this? What kind of places can we find? And like that process usually gets me going a lot. And it's usually a, a, a big exchange for me. And that's why I like shooting people the most because of the exchange. Um, Obviously, you get inspired by a lot of things, like sometimes just music and movies and things. But like, I feel I get a lot of visual inspiration more than just like a concept. If I can't see it, like I, I look for references a lot. Don't ha it doesn't need to be like another photo specifically, but maybe like a drawing reference or something that I can can help like organize in my head what I want to do, or. Yeah, something visual. Sorry to interrupt you, but I was thinking, do you have any go-to sort of artists or authors that you usually are like always checking and next to us? Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know because like Instagram right now is such a, a huge flood of people that. I do have, like, my favorite, favorite photographer ever. It's Annie Leibowitz, which is, I don't know if you guys know her, but she's, her her path is very music-related. She was the tour photographer for the Rolling Stones, and she did, like, a million Rolling Stone magazine covers, like, the, one of the most famous pictures of John Lennon right before he died. And she has always been, like, my biggest art inspiration and it was always very music related so I'm guessing that also helps <laughs> thinking that I can get artists to do things like that and they and musicians are like they're not models so they're like not necessarily that person who's just there for the posing things that you know it's I feel that I like having the opportunity to direct people and them being open to being directed to so if 
I could say like one reference. It's not like she's putting out new things at the moment, but would be my main reference. That's very cool. I didn't I didn't know you drew. That's a very insightful actually. I didn't know you drew so much inspiration from music like that. It was such a strong 100%. part of you. As I mean, yeah. I knew it was a strong part of you, but not as 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 big of yeah. a deal. Very nice. I think we can wrap it up, right? Feel. Yeah, although I really enjoy the talk, but yeah, we have to yeah. come to an end at some point. Also, yeah. we took a lot no, of your time you. already, Julia. I think, again, yeah. thank you so much for, for your work. We are supporting us and everything you've done with the photography and, you know, sharing our stuff as well. It's re we're really grateful for, for meeting you and for your work as well, yeah, which is too. amazing. And again, for jumping so on the glad. on the podcast and the very popular one, you know, like Tim Ferriss <laughs> and Joe Rogan, wait for us. We're coming for you. But thanks well, again for, for joining us. Well, it's good to get it in the beginning of the podcast because then when you're huge, I can just say, cool, I was on the first episode. So that's awesome. Thank you guys for inviting me. Always a pleasure. For the listeners, you can find uh, Julia's Instagram at, at @juliaassisphoto. We're going to add this to our show notes afterwards. And also her website is juliaassis.com. So you can see more of her projects and what she's been doing lately. Um, I hand over to Philip so she, he can say the goodbye traditional part. The traditional part, yeah. I mean... Um I will keep it like this. I will not add like all the links from us. I think you can, if you're interested in us and the band, you, you will find everything yourself. But let's put the focus more on Julia's stuff for this episode, which is more important. So as you said, you have the links and everything there. And yeah, we hope to um, work again with you maybe somewhere in the future. Me too. Let's see. Yeah, me too. Can't wait to be back in Berlin. That was fun. What a it, fun place. It will happen. It will happen. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. It was amazing. Thanks again, Julia. Likewise.